This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Happy Wednesday to you. Welcome to AOM Radio, where we do four things every single day. And today's show is brought to you by... The Anatomy of Marriage couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring. We created the app that we wish we had, and you guys are the beneficiaries of that app. Go to anatomyofmarriage.com to check it out. And every day we go live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So Mm -hmm. good morning to Monica, to Joe, to all y'all who are hanging out with us. That's right. Good morning. And every day we do those four things, like I mentioned before. We Mm -hmm. pray. We share an intention how you are going to be intentional towards your spouse, to mm-hmm. love them more, to serve them more, to help them out more, and then also a gratitude. And that's what we do. And then and we do our conversation, our question of the day and all that jazz. So join in, do this with your partner. You can do it when we're not going live and all mm-hmm. that jazz, but pray with your partner. So you want to pray? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for the sun and the day this morning, God. I pray that we uh, are a blessing to other people, that this information is helpful, and also it's helpful to us. I pray protection and growth in all of our marriages and relationships. Amen. Amen. Good prayer. Thanks. Intentions. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, a couple days ago, your face lit up, and I was like, oh, I like that. When I said that I'm going to be Look into your eyes and touch you and be intentional, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully I have been doing that. I think I have, right? Mm. Maybe not. Mm. Oh. Sure. Uh-oh. No, I, so I'm not I, mad. I, I, better, I better do better then, right? Sure. But to be intentional, no, to be, to be present with you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm here. Right. That's, that's the kind of thing. I so like that that's intention. I, that's what I intend to do. My intention is to be present with your presence if that makes sense Mm. so things like if you're talking to me phone down if you're talking to me close my computer talk to you like be aware be present like i'm actually listening because you're gonna gonna pick up what i'm laying down right because i think a lot of people think they are present when they're really Mm -hmm. totally distracted Mm -hmm. and not present so that's my goal Mm -hmm. what what the crap 
Seth's alarm, alarm just went off. What on earth? Why did it go off right now? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so that's my intention. Mm-hmm. Uh, gratitude. That's right. I am thankful for the large uh, ham loin thing that you cooked. What was it? Ham loins. What was it? Ham. Just a, uh, we bought a quarter a of a pig, roast. a pork roast, and Seth cooked pork it loin roast last night. Mm-hmm. When he took the kids to the park, he put it in the Instant Pot while I did work, and I was I'm so thankful for that. It's so tasty. The broth is delish, and I ate some this morning. What is happening? All of our equipment is... I bring the meats. Ooh, Arby's. <laughs> you have the meat. You have the meats. Anyway, what is your gratitude? Anyway, I'm thankful that every single time I go in... So we have a morning routine, obviously. Part of the show is mm-hmm. that. And without fail... When I, uh, you know, get back from working out and come to shower and, you know, come to our bedroom, mm-hmm. Melanie is always, without, fa- without fail, mm-hmm. with no doubt, listening to a podcast, Joyce Meyer, or a book. Eckhart Tolle was and this morning. you are very growth mindset. You don't waste time. You get stuff done and that's you're right. always self-improving, which is awesome. So thank you for that. I don't waste time. That's right. You are welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning, Delano. Uh, yeah, let's up? see. Vanessa says, bought your upgrade for the app last night. My Woo. husband and I started the communication portion. Air Very five. Prow, yes. Prow, prow. yes, yes, yes. Um, the app is amazing. I was taking it is amazing. videos and, of it last night. Uh, hopefully that it, it, will, it will help you. If you use it, it will help you. That's right. So like many resources, there's a billion resources. They don't do you any good if you don't get into them and Mm -hmm. uh, commit to them. So good job for you. Robin Marie Music, what's up? Morning. Morning. Okay, let's dive into today's question. Today's question. And I hope to God that my mom isn't watching. I know. Or your aunt. (laughs) Um, Here is today's question. Not really. And Mm. if you have a question for our show, you can send it in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. You can send it in on our website. You can DM us on our Mm. Instagram, whatevs. It says, I have been struggling with performance anxiety in the bedroom. Pornography and masturbation have played a big role in this. In my last relationship, my girlfriend was dealing with her own issues and very often didn't want to have sex, so I resorted to masturbation. Fast forward to my current relationship. My wife is the exact opposite. Since we got married, I struggled with masturbating and not giving her enough sex, but I always, but I was always ashamed to tell her. Naturally, this had negative effects on our marriage. She kept thinking something was wrong with her, and I kept giving her excuses as to why I didn't want to have sex or wasn't in the mood after about a year when we would have sex i started to feel pressured to make sure i took care of her while also dealing with the guilt i eventually found myself dealing with delayed ejaculation and sometimes losing interaction the latter happening more and more i've now told her about my issue and i'm seeing a therapist i want to reach out to this community so this question was posted in our app that's why it says mm-hmm. i wanted to reach out to this community, community to right. see if anyone of you have struggled with this before and so if so how did you deal with it how did you end the negative cycle of thinking too much worrying about it not letting it flow and feel natural how do you get back to enjoying sex mm. so again this was from the anatomy of marriage app we have a com- uh, question section mm-hmm. so uh thank you for sending in this question you were brave yeah, I was thinking, I, and I wanted to double check. I was like, is this just for us to see and to respond to, or is it for the whole podcast? And it's for the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. So kudos to that. Thank you for reaching out. And I have two two things that I thought of that came up with this. Well, a couple of things. One is, man, I had so many ideas. One is the, the notion of everything is permissible but not beneficial. Right. Right. And then, so keep Which is that, from the Bible. Right. Keep that notion in mind. And then keep the notion of the super strong 
galvanizing neurochemical just imprintation of uh, how strong sexual desire and mm-hmm. orgasm is, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a complete flood of chemicals that if you release that flood of chemicals so many times... It's drugs. Then that's... Yeah, it's drugs, basically. Yeah. And then that 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 highway becomes a super highway, right? And now I'm talking about... Um, neuro uh, neurotransmitters and and ruts and what fires together wires together right. <clears throat> kind of thing. So it's like that's a galvanizing thing, right. and that is going to affect your emotions, your your biological piece. And then mm-hmm. what was the other piece? Oh, and the research bears out that because in in fact, I think Tina Schirmer-Sellers talks about this um, with with young people using pornography yes, yeah. and stuff like 16, 17, 18, 19 year olds who should have no problem whatsoever right having erections because they use pornography so much are having erectile um, dysfunction uh, erect yeah. ed yeah. right at night at 19 years old right are you kidding me so I, i'm thinking like all of those things put put together mm-hmm. make a terrible combination <laughs> a, a, a terrible combination of a no sex stew that's gross. <laughs> that is gross. Uh, well, and, or a bad sex stew. Right, right. Yeah. And I think that that's what people are often not being told in. So no one's really talking about this in this particular way that mm-hmm. think about a hundred years ago, we didn't have any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything that was remotely sexual was real. Mm-hmm. There was no virtual digital anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't exist. And so a hundred years ago, even 50 years ago, this stuff wasn't available to us the way that it is now. There was uh, well, pornographic... There was print. There's print. Pornography but, and stuff, But yeah. print doesn't move. Print doesn't talk. You can't hear print, right? So there's a whole element that has been added into our world now where you don't have to have sex to have sex, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't have to know a human to be intimate, mm-hmm. which is a such a trippy idea. So it's like... Doing it is like doing drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a drug. Your body creates mm-hmm. a chemical reaction. And yeah, well, it's, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say something. You never do. Go ahead. Ooh. Uh, well, what was I going to say? Oh, and so if you look back to addiction language and things like that, usually most addiction comes from uh, the attempt to cope, to feel something different Mm -hmm. than we're feeling, right? Right. And so in this case, it was my girlfriend had her own issues. That makes me sad. I have these sexual desires. I'm going to cope with something else. Right. You know, and then I thought of this other analogy. So say that um, there was no good food around. Right. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, forget it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about it or process it or... Uh, work through it. Right. I'm just going to go to Jack in the Box. Junk in the Box. Gross. Uh, uh, Jack in the Box, McDonald's, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. And then I create those neural pathways, right? And that is my routine. Right. And then I get with somebody Mm -hmm. who is a gourmet chef. Right. Right? And I'm like, well... I mean, they're, you're, you're, you know, the person... It doesn't cooked. taste like a Crunchwrap Supreme, so I'm out. <laughs> a Crunchwrap Supreme. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Taco Bell, I yeah, think. Yeah, who knows? Um, but anyway, uh, that analogy of, you know, you're cooking good food. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, okay. But then, it you know, it's like almost I have a gag reflex. You know, like right. that performance anxiety is like, what is this, you know, delicious French food? This makes me gag. You right. know, then you're like, 
Dude, what's what's an eclair? Where's my McApple pie? (laughs) McApple pie. (laughs) What? Anyway, um, has a mosquito bitten me on my finger? Come Come on on. now. Anyway, it's it's thinking of it that way. So I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that this person is in therapy Mm -hmm. and facing these things head on. Right. Because if we put it in the addiction language, like okay, oh that person's alcoholic. Oh, this person does does drugs or smokes weed or copes or does all this stuff. Okay, what is the thing behind the thing behind the thing? Right. Let's get down to that, and then we have to t- tear down those neural pathways. Right. You know, through twenty-one days or you know thirty days of, of habit changing. Right. And then adjust and adapt to this new thing. Yeah, and what know? I think of when it, he says, "My girlfriend had her own issues, so we weren't having sex very often." Your girlfriend's issues were probably very similar to yours. Mm-hmm. So I want to just kind of throw this out there. Younger people in the world now, y'all have a very uh, tough road ahead of you in mm-hmm. terms of intimacy because mm-hmm. you have all of these extremely, oh my gosh, what the crap? Oh my gosh. Seth, your phone. Hey, I, yeah, I know Get my phone is bonkers. So Get out of that. There. Now go back to that. All okay. right, we're back, hopefully. So uh, the generations now that grew up with phones, like mm-hmm. I did not grow up with a phone. I grew mm-hmm. up with a pager. It was teal. It was rad. Oh, uh, Digimon. Uh, so I grew up with those kinds of things. Hitachi? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grill? Come anyway, on. so I grew up not with a cell phone, but mm-hmm. the generation now that has never not known cell phones and internet access mm-hmm. that is everywhere you go mm-hmm. has this completely false idea of what sex and intimacy is mm-hmm. and it's it literally is fire hosed in their face every single day mm-hmm. you can see it in the kids video games that they play now there's like crazy crap apps that have terrible commercials about like literal games that are like your boyfriend is cheating what do you do join him mm-hmm. or go find someone else that's a real mm-hmm. game that our elementary school children mm-hmm. we saw it in uh an app that they were playing in. Mm-hmm. So there is literally no chance for you just living a normal, like normal cultural life and not being deeply negatively impacted by this. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a better sex life, better intimacy, better connection with your partner, and you are under the age of 25, mm-hmm. you have to do hard work. Yeah, there you got to do hard work. No, and unfortunately... Yeah. <laughs> You're not used to hard work, so. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, say, okay. Uh, There's a lot of comments Bill says, focus on pleasure and connection, not outcome. Remember that sex is more than just penetration. If you lose your erection, you still have hands, tongues, fingers, (laughs) etc. Being in the moment with your wife and enjoy each other as opposed to focusing on losing your erection. Don't let it become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And what we've... Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I'm, I'm... Really, really glad that this person is already in therapy, right? Because this—that's really great. things like this need therapy because mm. more likely than not they go back to childhood or you know self-fulfilling thoughts, right? Like Bill said, or negative, negative thought or or trauma, right? If you or some type of trauma. So if you are in the middle of like, oh, my, I want to be intimate with my partner, and all you can think of is, oh, my wiener's not going to be hard. Oh, it's not going to be hard. Ah! Then what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> is that how guys think? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the that's the tape recorder that we <laughs> right. have. So uh, hold on, Katie from the North Country. That's a cool handle. If North Country means Sweden Viking stuff, then you win a prize today. So, so if it doesn't, then what? Then you don't win a prize. Uh, let's see. It says perhaps the feeling of insecurity with yourself could cause you to work your own magic instead of wanting to share yourself with someone you feel vulnerable mm-hmm. with having to worry that they will be as 
Yourself? As hard on you as you are yourself. I don't know. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> I, they didn't say that. I right. think you just made that. No, oh, they a, did. A second comment. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yes, I think <laughs> work your own magic is a really funny thing of mm-hmm. saying. I didn't have never heard that. Um, so uh, another thing is, so this person, well, pornography and masturbation can get you into a rut of, mm-hmm. you know what? This is way easier. That's a, it's 10 million times easier. I don't have to... Yeah do the work mm-hmm. to connect with my partner because they've rejected me before. Right. I have anxiety about like, well, what if they, what What if, you know, There's what no if I don't get it up? What if she doesn't orgasm kind right. of thing? So it, it it is a self-fulfilling mm-hmm. loop. It's like, it's that super huge frustration that I, we've talked about this on an episode before of where we all have this innate sexual desire, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, I don't know what the statistics are, but 99.5% do. You know, right. other people just there like are some asexual don't, or yeah. whatnot, don't care about that sex, and that's fine. But we have this super strong desire, just like hunger, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. I can't not be hungry. I can't feel that special feeling that comes around sometimes, right? <laughs> yes. Like, you know, you, uh, what is it? Keep on. Uh, it's Emily Nagoski talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what do you do? Like, oh, well, if I, oh, I'm feeling this thing, but my partner... Spontaneous desire? Right. Yes. Spontaneous versus something else desire. Responsive. I'm feeling, right. I'm feeling this thing. Wanna, I want to satisfy it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking to men and women. Mm-hmm. I want to satisfy it, but my partner is not listening or isn't yeah. approachable or isn't a soft place to land or all these things. Then what do you do? Right. You know what well, I'm saying? Think- you, don't, you don't just go cheat with somebody right. you know so what do you what do you do think of it like this this is a, a really good analogy you know in the airport you can order a cheeseburger by touching a screen right there's a cheeseburger oh, machine uh like you yeah, can go to McDonald's. everybody knows the cheeseburger machine if you go to mcdonald's in the SeaTac airport there is a screen that's giant right. where you can order everything right so think about it like this don't get faffing with okay. the thing okay. so our children and young adults now have lived their life pushing a button on a screen and literally never speaking to a human. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a young adult who works at like a Starbucks who has no social skills because Mm -hmm. they don't know how to talk to other people other than their parents or their Mm -hmm. siblings Mm -hmm. because they've never had to? You see this with young and new employees that that literally are like screen kids Mm -hmm. and they don't know that you say things like, Hi, how are you doing today? Mm, and the response what is, you, is that? <laughs> you're supposed to actually say a thing back. Right. The relationship is like volleying back and forth. Mm-hmm. And there is literally millions of people who have never had to volley mm-hmm. anything. Mm. Not a hello, not a thank you, nothing. Mm-hmm. They just push the button and get the burger, right? Or they Uber eats their meal, don't even have to do it. Don't, t- don't need to tip, mm. don't need to do that because mm-hmm. it's in the app, right? Mm-hmm. So... Think about how much scarier it is to be like, okay, I'm going to Uber Eats my sexual drive with you. Mm. No, I think I think I'd rather just do this by myself. Right. So not only do you have one person who's like, I'm afraid I can't keep my erection up because I masturbate all the time. And then you have his partner who's right. like, I don't even know. Right. I might as well just sit in my room and cry. So so then what does that perpetuate and put you down the road of? of Zombieville. Isolation. Yep sadness depression mm-hmm. that lack of connection yes so i with with my uh co-workers like people i actually work with and then other folks who i who are working are you know like single or live at home or whatever uh-huh. um 
I am really understanding and like super, super appreciative of what I have here, like in you, obviously, uh-huh. but then in our kids too. And I'm talking about in context of COVID and the pandemic uh-huh. and, yeah. and quarantine and stuff like that. People are not, people are not doing things and their mental health is Declining, suffering yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. And I, and I take that for, for granted, you know, mm-hmm. I, I come home, I completely talk to you every single right, day right. on the phone. I see you, I touch you, I, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the kids, we, 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 uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy that, yeah. that like isolation and loneliness is real. Mm-hmm even apart from pandemic times, you know? So if people are feeling isolation and loneliness in a relationship Mm -hmm. sexually because they're looking at other stuff, men or women, Mm -hmm. it is so not what it could be. Well, we're not designed that way. We are literally designed to be in villages with Mm -hmm. people. We're designed to work together to like plant crops and right. like do things in community we are literally 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 not designed to Uh-oh. be alone and You're when get in trouble for that one. when we are alone and mm-hmm. we do things alone and we perpetuate that isolation cycle we will suffer no matter how much we think it's the right, right. thing to do no matter how much we think we like it it's easier right. we will suffer for being isolated and alone. So I want to give some seriously practical tips for this guy and anyone else who's dealing with this because there are loads of people dealing with performance anxiety, sexual dysfunction, erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. because of pornography and online shiz. So we're going to figure it out. Too. And anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do that, let's see. Mel, what is a spouse to do when their partner isn't picking up what you're putting down? Maybe because of being tired or whatever reason. Wouldn't that be good? a good time for masturbation and porn? Is there any other way that Porn could be used as a tool in relationships. So, good mm. question. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that I, I was going to say as I talk about transitioning into practical tips and tools in our app, and and I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you some other apps as well. So, the guy that I created the app with, Daniel Purcell, is amazing. He is a man of faith, and he has created. Three different apps. One of them is the Anatomy Marriage app where we have conversation starters that are sex and intimacy conversation starters. He has an app that is called Intimately Us mm-hmm. that you guys, it is, um, what is the word? It is code and it's encrypted. Oh, right. It's, it's, an, it's encrypted. protected, so it can't be. So look, there's me and uh-huh. Seth kissing. Woo! <laughs> Get all over that. But in Intimately cracked. Us, mm-hmm. you can take photos. Okay, this is actually kind of funny. So I took photos. Oh, where are they? I mm. took photos of like trees <laughs> in our in our uh, thing because I'm like, oh, it was a beta test, right? Yeah, it was a beta mm-hmm. test. Where is it? Okay. Anyway, let's just tell them about the thing. So this is um, an app that is different from Anatomy of Marriage by way. Oh no, I'm sorry. I t- I said the wrong one. So just between us. So look at this. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're not watching and you're listening, as I'm going to say, so look at these are blurry photos, right? If I tap on them, that's my front yard. Y'all ain't going to see my backyard. <laughs> but this app allows you to oh share. Goodness. Literally, these are, these, Seth sent this from his work. It is him sitting at his desk. We were testing to see if the app worked. These blur your photos, mm-hmm. your photos. So you can uh, encryptedly text mm-hmm. your partner anything you want. You can text them a picture of your whisk. 
You could text him a picture of some. What's well, a whisk? Am I not privy to some? I'm just new being silly. I'm something? saying silly. Like I texted you some grass. Show me that whisk. That's that's the joke. So <laughs> you can send your fo- picture. Oh my gosh! You can send your partner mm-hmm. encrypted photos. The the creators of this app can't see them. They are mm-hmm. fully encrypted, so that you can make your own porn and share it later. <laughs> Look at it later. That's so, what we are promoting. So this, Bill, you said something about connection and pleasure earlier. And if you've listened to the show at all, uh, connection and pleasure is something that Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers, mm-hmm. the sex therapist, talks about. And thinking about participating in and just wrapping your mi- mind around the sexual experience mm-hmm. and then wrapping your mind around the idea of connection and pleasure, right? So just because porn brings connection, uh, pleasure... pleasure doesn't mean it brings connection. Right. And when you have one but not the other mm-hmm. part of that equation, then something is going to be lacking. And when you are... Tra- okay, and I'm not... I don't know your relationship. I don't know what your partner thinks. But if you are someone in your marriage saying, well, I want to use porn. I mean, it's it brings me pleasure and you're tired mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So, And your partner's like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're going to listen to the first, I don't like that? Mm-hmm. No, because mm-hmm. you want to get off. So mm-hmm. you're like, well, I mean, uh, so then you turn into like a fart face right. and you're like, well, come on, come on, come on, come on, come right. on. And who likes that? Nobody. Right. So be careful with that. That's the thing I, I don't like mm-hmm. about it is that oftentimes when I hear, especially from wives, my husband uses porn because I'm not into it all the time mm-hmm. or I'm not sexually available, mm-hmm. whatever. They are not feeling connected. Mm-hmm. And pleasured by the fact that their partner uses porn. So I'm not going to speak for for everybody, but like it, obviously, this is a very normalized thing. And some people are like, oh yeah, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I do ask myself when we consent to that, like sure, whatever. Are we just settling? Right. You know what I'm saying? Settlers of Catan. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, are I'm just this is rhetorical. Are we just settling and not fully understanding what full great not bad sex and wonderful connection and pleasure right. really could be and i go you back to saying? you said if your partner isn't picking up what you're putting down work harder to help them pick up what you're putting down make it a game mm-hmm. play battle strip in the anatomy of marriage app talk to them so here's the thing that's crazy this is so countercultural in our society we there are okay let's just let's pull it out Shall we? Mm-hmm. Anatomy of marriage. Don't know what that means. Here we go. Conversation starters. We're going to go to the intimacy section. Mm-hmm. Let's see if hearing these questions turns anybody on in our listening audience. <laughs> Are you doing some kind of experiment right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one says, is there something that we can do to improve our intimacy? That mm-hmm. one's not that fun. Uh, Are there any non-sexual things that I do that turn you on? Mm-hmm. Ask this to your spouse or have them ask you. What is your favorite part of my body? How have you wanted to connect intimately but have been afraid to ask? Um, what is your favorite part on your body to be kissed? Mm-hmm. You can start these conversations and instead of being like, come on, get turned on, let's have sex. You will turn them on through conversation and connection. You will start the connection that will lead to the pleasure mm-hmm. as opposed to starting with, oh, want a bone? Right. Right? So reverse engineer it uh and i'm going to go back to the other apps because um the other one there are conversation starters in intimately us that are amazing as well Mm -hmm. let's see would you be interested in reading a blog or a book about improving intimacy what sources would you consider to be appropriate for our marriage what are your thoughts about quickies Mm. 
Would, That's uh, a good one. I, right. I'm going to ask that question to you. Well, not right now. <laughs> uh, what rule, spoken or unspoken, would you like to outlaw in our marriage bed? Mm. Um, what activities and interests can we develop that will bring us closer? How important is afterglow, what we do after sex, mm -hmm. to you? What do we do after sex that makes the encounter sweet and our relationship stronger? That's a really good one. I think after, like the afterglow, that's a real thing. And what you do, do you... Do you cuddle? Do you uh, hold each other? Do you kiss? Do mm -hmm. you just sit there in silence? Right. Sometimes do you just go straight to bed? Uh, you know, if it's night, obviously. What do you do? Do you get up? And, Why are you uh, getting sidetracked in answering the question? Because it's, it's a good question. It's in, a really good question. So Obs. In, in this app, this is Intimately Us. There is, the one with the photos is called Just Between Us. And then ours is Anatomy of Marriage. Mm -hmm. These three apps are ways to literally improve that connection will lead to pleasure okay mm -hmm. don't start with pleasure aka porn mm -hmm. and think you're going to find connection and that's what's frustrating is that um culturally speaking it feels backwards that's a really good point mm -hmm. that's a really good point you can't start with one and expect the other it's it's like starting with dessert you're not going to want to go back and eat your right. pork you're welcome. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but I so, want to say, someone said, uh, Gen Z out there making us homeschoolers seem super socialized. Whoop, whoop. Uh, that's yes, right. I always think that. I'm like, oh, that person must have been homeschooled because they look you in the eye and they, they're they normal now. Right. So <laughs> Now, uh, you heard what I said. Brittany Sorry. says, can you say those apps again? Yes, we can. Yes, 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 yes. And I'll share them. So it's, um, let me make sure I'm saying it right. Well, the first one is the Anatomy of Marriage app. Mm -hmm. you can and then Intimately Us is right there <laughs> and just between us mm -hmm. so we have intimately us and just between us mm -hmm. and they so are amazing. three three apps that will help you out yes and lot. we're all mm -hmm. we're co-created the other ones and worked on them too that's right and it, if you guys do find yourself needing extra help i would like i would highly encourage you to go to uh, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage mm -hmm. to hook yourself up or your, you and your partner with a licensed therapist. I'm a licensed therapist. I've been doing it forever. And you will get to talk to someone like me, right? Mm -hmm. For an hour of undivided attention. All the stuff that you talk about is confidential when you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Mm -hmm. It is a telehealth uh, format. You know, you can do text, you can do video, you can do calls, you can do all kinds of stuff, emails, and it. you guys are going there and it's really helpful. And if you say, you know what, that therapy sounds awesome, I've done that for a while, mm -hmm. but now I'm ready to go to the next level, then I really highly encourage you to email me or Melanie at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Want to get your butt kicked with us? Want to get your butt kicked? We got ours, you know. Handed to us. Yep. When I went to a coach, he said, all right, I'm a chef. You know what I'm serving up? Your butt. <laughs> that was hilarious. I just made that up, right? That was great. <laughs> and then all I imagined was like Ren and Stimpy, like your butt on a platter it shaking. Is like like <laughs> so anyway, we, uh, we have started coaching. We've been doing it for a while, and it's really good. I absolutely love it. I love to see the growth. I love to walk through, you, walk through things with you guys and believe in you. Uh, our coach believe in, believed in me when mm -hmm. I didn't believe in myself, and that made all the difference. So, and our coach really validated that I work really hard, and that mm -hmm. felt better than 
almost anything. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like he was like, basically, Melanie, you're doing all the work and Seth isn't doing anything. And he would say it like week after week. I was like, I didn't yes. Like, I didn't like that part. I loved it. Anyway, um, anyway, go to coaching or email coaching at anatomymarriage.com for more information. Or you can uh, go to options, our website, anatomymarriage.com. Mm-hmm. And options, then pricing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. It's really helpful. So right. uh, isn't masturbation a natural thing? We touch ourselves as children and I have been taught that it is normal to self-pleasure. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That's, There's all kinds of exploratory touch starting at, geez, starting at like one years old, yeah. you know? Um, so that, so that is a thing. It's not something to be shamed. It's not mm-hmm. something to be, uh, um, I don't know, hidden really. Right. I mean, of course, appropriate times and places, obviously, but when you bring pornography into that, then that just skews stuff and well, it, it, it distorts the reality, right? Think because of it in any other context. Yes, this is part of our biology, our bodies. Yes, mm-hmm. physical touch, uh, sexual arousal. Those are all totally natural things. So is eating. So I, you could say, well, I touch myself and it feels good and I'm blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't I just eat cake? I love cake. I'll mm-hmm. eat cake every day, right? Mm-hmm. Think of it in context of balance and health, not is this, can't I do it because mm-hmm. I want to? Mm-hmm. Like moderation, balance, health. What is the long-term goal that you want? All of those things. Everything in moderation, mm-hmm. right? Everything is permissible. You can do whatever you want. Not everything is beneficial. It's knowing the difference. Uh, in all arenas, what am I going to eat that's beneficial mm-hmm. versus just permissible? Mm-hmm. I could eat Twinkies all day long. Is it going to be good? No. I saw a Twinkie hot dog. Uh, One of my uh, colleagues from grad school, uh, they got a Twinkie and they went on a camping trip, like a man family camping trip. It was really funny. They anyway. stuck a hot dog in the middle of it? Yeah, a hot dog Twinkie. That sounds so Twinkie hot dog. gross. I know. it was. I gagged a little bit. But, um, but because, yeah, it is. It's um, it, how it impacts the brain mm-hmm. is what you're being aware of, need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And I think when it comes to our sense, our bodily sensations, we tend to go, don't even care, like how this feels, and let's not get in that rut. That leads down a very bad path. And un- I mean, you might just have a different willpower than most people because everyone is different. So. so somebody says, would you say that if we are continually using it to escape or connect with others, that it, it is not beneficial? Yes. And if we fanifi- fantasize about other people, that that is not helpful. It is not helpful. There, Th- okay. think, about, think about this. Um, if, well, sometimes coping mechanisms can get us through things, Right. But eventually we find, hey, that thing that we use to get over that really hard time and not feel that pain or to avoid that doesn't work anymore. Then we move on to different things. Let me throw out a good analogy. When you're a baby, you use a baby spoon when you're starting to learn how to eat. You use forks that are rounded off so you don't poke your eye out. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel like when people use porn in that context, they're saying... I need to escape my partner. Uh, my partner doesn't love me enough. They don't want to do the hard work of using a fork that could poke your eye out. So they're like, baby food all the time. This mm-hmm. is easy to digest. I need mashed apricots. I can't handle, you know, like a taco. And I want you to think of it like that. every t- And I'm not trying to shame mm-hmm. you. I am not trying to shame you. Real relationships mm-hmm. with an other human being require an immense amount of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. They require... Um, you have to actually be flexible in your thoughts. Uh, Seth does not respond the way a pornographic image will respond. 
uh, pornography doesn't respond. So Seth will not do, he will not like say all the perfect things. He might do something wrong. And if I'm a baby and I can't deal with Seth doing something different mm -hmm. than what I wanted him to do, oh, well, porn's easier. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Baby food again. Um, I'm going to take a, a more of a empathetic therapeutic Not approach. Not me. Ooh, no, I'm going to make everyone feel bad. <laughs> What's up, Valerie? Good to see you. I uh, hadn't seen you in a while. Good morning. Um, hmm. I'm going to say... <laughs> what? Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm maybe like looking through what uh, this person is saying. Uh, what if we are continually using it to escape or connect? So as, uh, let's see, I, I'm, I'm having conflict trying there's, to there's... respond as a therapist. Like, okay, yeah, like, like the, the coping stuff. Oh, you know what? I, I avoid hard situations rather than talk about them mm -hmm. because of every time I did, you know, my mom would just blast me right. or my dad would just, you know, steamroll. So uh -huh. this is my coping mechanism for a while, okay? Uh -huh. So that works. Oh, Seth's a nice person. He's great. And this isn't true. I'm not saying that. Right. Uh, but this is how I respond. And then after a while, usually actually uh, years, mm -hmm. I'm finding myself missing something like yes. oh, I have resentment because I'm, yes. I'm not sharing so that coping mechanism worked uh -huh. and it got me through right. like for a while for a while mm -hmm. so coping mechanisms are not bad inherently like a rounded they, fork that that is the ability to pivot that yes. is the ability to adapt and mm -hmm. to try to survive right but we find, and we all go through this, because we always have coping mechanisms mm -hmm. of some degree, right. and then go, oh my gosh, that's not, this isn't working, right? So usually we come to that point of like, oh, this isn't working. I'll do more, right? Which then it then it like expedites stuff, like right. oh my gosh, I've you know I I, I drank for five years and it was kind of cool because I was low key and chill, right? But then I had to up it because of my tolerance levels and all right, this stuff, right. and then I'm like, holy crap, now I'm getting smashed every right. other day and i'm very unhappy and i'm very unhappy right. something's got to change and now this i'm addicted working. to alcohol and can't just stop exactly yeah. so food pornography masturbation what else workaholism mm -hmm. is that a word workaholic workaholic workaholism uh, is word. yeah is uh, are real things so mm -hmm. i would say if we are using anything look Completely, any. I just say completely now, rather than literally. Have you have you noticed? <laughs> just keep on. Uh, then, if we're using anything to cope and not deal with this, it's it's going to work for a minute, but mm -hmm. the time is coming. That's you know, that's for me. That's for you. That's right. for any listener. Here. And and I want to offer this out. Most men think, and I'm I'm going to be really generalizing here, but it's in the women's group all the time. It's in when I speak to ladies. Most men think, what? It, porn's no big deal. I, I need to get off and my wife is tired, so whatevs. Mm -hmm. But if the tables were turned and their wife was on like, I'm not, I was going to say like a fake website name, but I'm not going to say that because it's probably real. <laughs> and it's funny though. But if their wife was looking at porn because their husband was not wanting sex, or maybe their husband wanted sex, but their wife wanted way more sex. So she's like, bro, your wiener ain't enough. I'm going to go check out these dudes' wieners. You as a... How, how would you feel? Just how would you feel? How do you let... Our kids you, are No, they're not up. <laughs> um, 
how would you feel about that right. as a husband? Would you enjoy that? Would it make you want to be closer to your spouse? Mm-hmm. And here's an element that I think we haven't even introduced. After a woman has had a child, her body changes and she does, a lot of them don't feel beautiful. A lot of women do not feel like, oh, I'm so sexy, all my stretch marks and like weird saggy skin now. And men, you make it worse when you go look at porn and think it's totally connecting and pleasurable somehow. Mm-hmm. Your wife is like, you suck. You don't even appreciate, like, you're doing something that is hurtful to me. I can't convince you to stop because your wiener is overpowering your brain. And it's very frustrating because men don't listen to it. They don't listen to it. And I want to say this before I forget because I want to say it earlier. For the question this person asked, they talked about their having erectile dysfunction, they, you know, anxiety. Mm Mm-hmm. Here We went to an intimacy retreat with Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers. We flew out to Denver, Colorado and went to an intimacy retreat. What is that? Mm-hmm. I had no idea what to expect. And I was like, holy cow, this is terrifying. Let's do it. <laughs> so we went to an intimacy retreat, which was absolutely amazing yeah. with the Northwest Institute on Intimacy. That's N-W-I-O-I.com. She still does them. I think they're twice a year. And she teaches you all about like what you think about sex and intimacy, how that impacts your actual physical relationship. Everything from there are uh, passion practices like and and here's what I'm getting to. I want you to challenge yourself when it comes to intimacy and say, okay, the next time that my spouse and I want to be intimate or my partner and I, we are not going to like literally have penis and vagina sex for 30 minutes. We're going to we're going to be intimate you hear my words here, air quotes, we're going to connect, be intimate, Mm -hmm. talk about things, but we are not allowed Mm -hmm. to touch genitals for 30 minutes. Really hope your mom's not watching now. Um, You know what I'm saying? That changes the game. It's the back. It's it's backwards from what we all know. And you're, you're reverse engineering it connection and pleasure. And um, what is the word you will, you will create tension you will create excitement and expectation and all of that stuff that you have never had. Your sexual arousal cycle, again, Emily Nagoski's work, Mm -hmm. goes up and down and up and down and peaks. And then if you practice the passion practices, like we said, for 30 minutes, you're going up and down. And then when you finally go, Mm -hmm. it's... It's a thousand times better than you can even imagine, but you Mm -hmm. will never get there doing it the way that you've done it before. So challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. Play Battlestrip for 30 minutes, but don't ever touch Mm -hmm. each other. Uh, Read the intimacy questions, but do not touch. Uh, That's a a huge challenge to see. Mm -hmm. It says, just finished a class about process addictions, and Mm -hmm. it was very interesting. I don't know how to open this. Come on now. Here, you know, you can produce a podcast, but you... There we go. Okay, I would say that most men don't want pity sex from their spouse, and there are times when testosterone gets the best of us. It's not about being enough, it's about meeting a need. And if I wasn't in the mood, I would even help my wife by use of touch and help her find some good videos. Yeah, you know, some people... Some... <laughs> Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> That's what so that's what those lyric lyrics mean. That is that is funny. Oh my gosh. I will never hear that yeah. song the same. So ever. so we're we're not I'm not putting, you know, strict judgment and I don't think Melanie is either. No, like no. hey, put your wiener down and whatever. No, it's not it's not that because we know that we are all sexual beings and this is not black and white. It's not cut and dry. Some things work for some people, mm-hmm. some things don't work for other people. And some things work for a time, and then they discover that they don't work. Right. And wherever yeah. you are in that process, uh, I, I'm I'm not judging it. Right. Number one, as a therapist, I'm not judging it. And then you know, I, well, you finished uh, judgment detox, and <clears throat> I'm reading it right now. And 
Okay. You know, there's part of like, and some people get mad at this, but like, you do you, bro. Mm-hmm. You do you, sis. Yeah. And some people go, oh, well, you can't do that. Blah, blah. Well, people are going to do it anyway. Right? Yeah. So but the one thing I would suggest is that there have been emails we've received from wives, and this is the only reason I'm bringing up. And they'll say, you know, my partner really wanted us to look at porn. Now it's a part of our routine. I don't really want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I actually think at the time it was helpful. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think it mm-hmm. is. And I don't know how to tell them to stop. When I say that we should stop, they get upset. Mm-hmm. So here, here's the thing. If anything is not stoppable or changeable because you get upset when it's gone or you think, ah. I can't deal with that when it's gone... There's your cue that something might not mm-hmm. be healthy and in balance there. So there can be, uh, sure, you can have freedom to do it, to do whatever you want. And ha- oh, hold on, it- real quick, ain't nobody having pity sex ever. So don't. That's not a thing. Like, please don't have. What are you pity talking se- about? It says I would say that men, mo- most men, don't want pity sex. Uh, Women are you shouldn't me? be giving pity sex. Women do that all the time. Remember our conversation with Kev on stage and Melissa on stage. They were the women were taught in the church, just lay there and play nice. I know, but I'm saying. No, thank you. No one should be doing that. Oh, yeah. I'm empowering I don't, I don't, women and men to say, no, that is not good sex. Exactly. You know, I talked about this a couple of days ago when we went and saw John Gottman, Dr. John Gottman mm-hmm. and Julie Gottman. You know, he said a really funny thing. He's like, I don't want to have sex with you if you don't want to. Right. I, why Why would I want to have sex with a person that doesn't want to? And right. he was just like disgusted He's and, hilarious. you know, funny in like old Jewish man way right. kind of thing. Yeah. And it was really funny. And I thought about it. But so many men do that, and so many women go, oh, I don't know, so he'll be happy, he'll right. shut up if I just lay there, you know, right. kind of thing. Don't and settle like, for bad sex that's, on that's, either side. That's not good. I don't know what I was saying before that, because you so rudely... Oh! So, sure, all things are uh, permissible, but not everything is beneficial, right? So, if we get into a routine and are super rigid about it, like you said, you know, oh, the, the couples that brought in uh, mm-hmm. videos and the mm-hmm. thing, now the, the lady doesn't want to, but if the guy's so rigid and black and white, like, okay, you're not listening to your partner, right? right? right. You have created my day, my routine mm-hmm. is to go to Bakery Nouveau because mm-hmm. it helps me to get work done right. and it helps me put in a good mood and if anything gets in my way, then I'm not going right. to, you know what I'm saying? If it and makes it's like, you well, pissy, wait a minute. Yeah, if it makes you pissy <laughs> like a baby, yeah, exactly. pitching a fit, right. then there's something to consider there. And I'm not saying that that's what's going on. And I want to be very Nobody's clear. Nobody's a baby. We're not putting anybody down. Right. However, let's, we are talking about it to right. bring some I awareness want, of it. The thing is also that it, when, especially in biological stuff like that, like if, here's a good example. In Seth's family, they eat dessert after basically every meal. Yeah. Like they walk into the kitchen and it's, oh, where's the sweet thing? There's donuts you get everywhere. You got to get a sweetie thing. Uh, yeah. There's donuts everywhere. There's like glazed things sitting on shelves and mm-hmm. candy. It's just everywhere. Glazed. And so what happens is that becomes an addiction that they are unaware of because they're like, well, I don't really need a dessert, but I want one right now. And what about so, your grandma and your mom? Why are you calling my family out? Because... Because, oh, I can't. But so what happens, especially in relationships, when it's not just you and your choice to eat a scone or not, but it's you and your partner's decision as a couple to watch porn or not, and one of you is saying, well, wait, no, I don't want to change. That is when it becomes unhealthy, when you can't um, adjust and change as your marriage adjusts and changes. It might have been all fine and well when you were younger to look at porn before you had children. There is something that changes in moms when you become a mom and you go, wait a second, I hate all of this. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Sometimes a mom's like just goes boop and they're different and they go, I don't 
I do not want any of this. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you something real weird. Y'all aren't going to like this. But there is a point in my brain with pornography where I think that could be my kid. Mm. I don't like this. Or that could be my kid's friends. I really don't like this. Mm-hmm. And there's an element of disgust. I'm so serious. There's an element of disgust where I think that person could be forced to do this pornography. That mm-hmm. person is probably not really enjoying their life. They could mm-hmm. have multiple STDs. They could have been raped a hundred times by their dad when they were little. Like or some kind of trauma. Like or, there's or so whatnot. much mm-hmm. trauma mm-hmm. in pornography. And, and as a mom, that kicked in for me like... Even video games that portray things that way, I think my kids are seeing these women objectified, even if it's really subtle objectifications like Fortnite. Like, this is not appropriate. It's still like, huge boobs and tiny waists. Like, that's not, that is not okay for our kids to see six hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, there's a just a bigger shift that happens, and I think that's growing up, that's becoming an adult. And when we can't honor the shift that happens within us because we are biologically a ad- Addicted to something. That's the fear. I, I think that it may be a, a similar thing. Like after you have kids, like when I see, okay, this is just a thing. It's probably not good, uh, you know, in in relation to the judgment detox right. thing. But when I when I see like a dude, like maybe a thirty above dude, right. in the grocery store in the middle of the day wearing sweatpants, right. like as a dad, you know, or and like if they, Jays. and if they have kids or something, yeah, or like Jays, you know, mm-hmm. like wearing their things and they're like, uh, I don't know, slippers on and you know, eight hundred year old slippers. I instantly have a judgment. I'm like, I mean, as a dad, and I'm like, bro, what? Like you have is your um, SpongeBob right? shirt on, yeah, and, your and you slides. know, I don't know. I can get in trouble for that, but it is kind of how I feel. But I gotta, I don't know. I but think whatever. it's imp- so. We gotta wrap this up, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just so. All of this to say, you do you. You're going to do you anyway. Mm-hmm. But I want you to think very critically, very holistically, very long term about, is this actually beneficial? Mm-hmm. Does my partner really mm-hmm. want this? Do they feel stuck? Uh, does this bring us closer? Or does this actually just feed our inability mm-hmm. to have a real relationship? I think that's, I'm, I'm attempting to think of it as Tina would think yeah. of it so you know and so uh she i think sums it up in in does this bring connection does this bring bring pleasure yeah and if one of those answers are no then we need to take a look at it right right does it not and not just connection and pleasure for the individual person mm-hmm. because guess what you have a partner, you have another human, right. married, not married, You're doesn't not matter. Just an individual. Right? Anymore. So if it brings connection and pleasure for, uh, if it brings connection and pleasure for me, and it brings pleasure for you, but not connection, mm-hmm. then that equation doesn't add up. Right. Right. Yeah. So all four elements have mm-hmm. to be a yes. Yeah, I like that to that, and I think that's maybe how she is thinking. So it could be. It, so okay, uh, pornography, whatever, connection, and pleasure, yes, connection, and pleasure, yes. Then, then that works for you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I again, I'm just trying to think like Tina would think around right, this. Right, and and I want to say this really quickly: that sexual, um, sexuality is an energy. So I want you to think of it in terms of energy, mm-hmm. and instead of an action, think of sex as an energy, not an action. So sexual energy can be expressed in many ways, just like excitement can be expressed in many ways Mm -hmm. or anger. You can, if you're angry, you might punch someone in the teeth Mm -hmm. or you might go on a brisk walk or you might 
I don't know, build something. I don't know. People can do a thousand things when they're angry. Mm -hmm. People can also do a thousand things when they have sexual energy that needs to be expressed. And that's where we fall very, 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 very short of the complexity of human beings is we think, oh, one thing, penis and vagina, porn. Orgasm. Orgasm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Be Allow yourself more complexity than that. Mm, allow like your that. sexual energy to have many expressions, not just run for the vag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> run for the vag I feel porn is, is extremely problematic as you said it creates expectations that can be unrealistic I've also heard there are extremely high percentages of performers in the porn industry who were trafficked yes Absolutely that is another one, like mm-hmm. porn should make you disgusted mm-hmm. 100%. for the most part super terrible acting of scenarios with porn it's not healthy in my opinion best and only pornography in my opinion is your own relationships porn there you go yep. get the just between us up that's right literally just seen a dad in sweatpants <laughs> at the grocery store with his son hey so I'm not uh, that's just a thing like something right. there, there are there are certain things that you know you just judge and I just do that right, right? and I'm not being like yo bro what's up you right. know it's not that, and I don't think he's a bad dad or whatever. I'm not saying. I that. would like that. It's I would challenge something. every man who is wearing sweatpants to the store to model adulthood for your children, not childhood. Mm-hmm. Kids wear J's with superheroes on them, not men. So what I'm understanding Boom. from what you are saying is that if someone in the relationship isn't in the mood, drop the porn and masturbation, and just save the desire for when both partners are in the mood. That's a great option. I know Mel is very hard lined on the porn, and and this may be triggering. Thanks for bringing this question up too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I so. Yeah, I, talk to your spouse about it. That's mm-hmm. the best place to start. But you have to be careful that you're not forced talking to mm-hmm. your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like suggest talking. Like, well, uh, uh, isn't it okay if like right. uh, this time? Like, don't bring up ten thousand scenarios. Bring up one and say, is this okay or not? Think and, of it this way. Think about like put it in the, a totally different context right. of money. Right. right, right. Hopefully, you know, I, I believe that it is healthy to share bank accounts in marriage. I, that was not even a question when we got married. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I think, you know, like... Well, except for my hidden bank account. Yeah, we totally share everything. Yeah, right. Uh, think about it in that context. Hey, I'm going to make a big purchase that's going to affect the way that I look at you. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Is this okay? Yes. You know, this will affect you. This will affect our, our future. You know, and another thing too, like it, your kids will ask you about this one day. Be careful, right? Mm-hmm. And but I, I do challenge. I want so I don't know how to say that name. I K Postula says the porn industry supports the sex trafficking industry, and as a mom, that is gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. People in pornography, for the most part, like the mass majority. Mm-hmm. They are not happy they're there. They are stuck. They have been trafficked. They have literally been stolen from Mm. their homes, stolen from their lives. You want to get off on that? Okay. It's kind of like being in a band, right? So you start out young in in a band, you know, and you practice and you practice, and then you get some notoriety or whatever, and then that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And then you spend all that time being in a band, touring, not going to college, not having a backup plan oh, right. kind of thing because you're making a little bit of money and right. it's cool and you're chill and you're kind of party life. And then you're like, oh boy, I'm 30 now, 32 or I whatever. I not done anything. I didn't finish my degree. 
And what else am I going to do? Right. What do I has have as a backup? Mm-hmm. So when you say stuck, sometimes that's what she means. And then yeah, th- there's all kinds of stats. Right. I could I, could I don't know how the band thing came in, but I think even just well, the- it's just like getting stuck, like doing this or or uh, this is a good option or or a option. Right. right well, now let me go because, back to like mm-hmm. sex trafficking is ter- sex trafficking is terrible. Uh, the abuse of young children like that. I want porn to be disgusting to you because it basically is. And I'm not. And there are. Uh, there are people who make like, I don't know what the word is, like ethical, ethical porn. And that's a whole different world, but don't go down that rabbit hole because you're like, I just need my wiener to be harder and to look at other people's boobs than my wife. Like, let's not be that person. Mm -hmm. Make porn with your wife and put it in your just between us app. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. Uh, He'll learn all of the good stuff. So seriously, I, I think it's very important that you don't, pretend that what you're doing is a good choice because it's something you're stuck in. Don't think that your rut is your routine. That's right. Especially okay. if it's not healthy. That's right. We love so, you guys for participating. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being active in the things. I can't just woke up. This ain't good. Anyway. No, we will good. see you guys tomorrow. We What's tomorrow? You. Thursday. Check us out. All right. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye.